So recently, I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air, that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up high-quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them. And I mean all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next one million years. That's right. A million. Insane. But Notes Candles has created a solution. They have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again. So you don't become a part of the problem. And it's so easy to use. The candles are made with fragrance wax beads. So all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable Notes jar, fill it up with wax beads, enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours, and then do it all over again. And you're ready for a new one. And you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina that are insane. I have a few of these here. Me and Jordan have been using them and I love it. Me and Jordan both are really big candle users, ironically, and so we can't get enough of this. And they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk, vanilla, pepperwood, potassio, rose water all of them are amazing so be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality fragrance by making the switch to notes you can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash just different right now notes is giving our listeners 15 percent off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using code just different just use code just different when placing your order that's code just different at notescandle.com dot com slash just different oh man crazy world but let's do it you ready let's go all right yo what's up it's your boy d starks starks artist and you're now tuned in to the just different podcast where we talk everything faith life and culture we're so excited to be back here again behind the mics in the studio want to thank you for everyone who's tuning in for the first time or those who's been wa- rocking with us forever or you know for a short bit of time we appreciate all the love it means the world to us yeah we here friday energy man friday is it friday yeah it is oh well, man well, yeah yeah oh yeah this, oh happy friday <laughs> <laughs> We are not recording this on a Friday. <laughs> it's, the, it's Thursday night for us, but obviously it's going to be right. dropping okay. tomorrow I forgot, morning. I forgot. You but know. I think, you know, sometimes, especially during the summers, the weekends don't have as much. Well, I mean, because some people are usually out of school, but most people, people are working. still working. Yeah, right. You got exactly. like summer so, jobs and stuff like that. So, no, yeah. Yeah, exactly. the, week, the weekend's still the weekend, man. Yeah, so make sure y'all y'all get out. Let your hair down, rest, spend some time with friends and family. We're actually going to a game night tomorrow, which I'm excited I about. about that. That'll be yeah. fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. I love me a game night, man. That's one thing about me. No, facts. Definitely. I, I enjoy spades. Love me a game night. Which seems to be more of an older I guess people, no, people every time think, I ask someone that, they say, I don't know how to play. So yeah, I mean. must more of like a, a generational thing. Y'all let I, us know if you But y'all. like we don't really play, like what games would be popular for us? 
What like Uno? (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. Uno. But low key, like the the I don't know the um. How would you phrase this? The card or Uh, game industry? They ain't been really showing up. Not really. They ain't been nothing new. Right. I feel like the last thing that was popping was Uno. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We probably got a touch though. Maybe I I I would imagine there's probably a lot more. Yeah, I don't know. But nonetheless, man, we hope you all enjoy your weekend. Um, and I put this on. Our story yesterday, but we are thinking about having our first live show in August. Come yeah, on August. now, let's Clap give it, it up. up. Come Clap on, up. come on, come on. Yes, sir. Potentially, though. So, what I need you all to do, we have another interest form I'm gonna put in the description, and I just wanna see who would be willing or interested in actually coming out to see us you know of course would be a live podcast performance you all would yeah. be a part of that conversation like a meet and greet um and maybe i was thinking about maybe having someone come and perform but i was also like yo we have an artist right here come on you now know what I'm saying? i can do now. a little some some unreleased and so i think it would be like a very just fun night to be yeah. able to finally like just see everyone and so it would be in august um, it would be in Nashville, Tennessee. Of course, we're still working out details. But until that point, we really need to know how many people would potentially be willing to come out so we can gauge if this is something that we can even do or yeah, not. Facts. Right. So like let us know. First and foremost, to get like a head count of like, all right, this is how many people that we could bring. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be substantial enough to make it happen. So I know it's something that people have been talking about forever. No. We've mentioned before. I was looking back on our vision board and the goals I have for this year, and that was a big one. It was we want to do at least one yeah. live show. So we're going to be doing that show alongside of an announcement that I mentioned yeah, last week that I'm super excited about. Um, but, yeah, so we need y'all to show up and show out, though. First, coming with, Come like, on, this, this form. I just need – literally, it's going to ask you – There'll probably be one required question. And it's just like, would you be willing to come or not? <laughs> Super quick, less than a minute, yes or no. Crazy. Just so we uh, know. Going to ask for your email as well. Um, we weren't going to promise you we're not going to like spam you with anything, any type of newsletter or crazy messages. We just want to have that so when we do get a date and a time, we'll be able to directly send it out to you so you yep. know and you can be um, – the first be able to like actually obviously like purchase tickets and so whatnot. y'all can be tapped in so man. y'all can be tapped it's in about, it's about that time it is what about it? that time what it, bro um, summer going right back into school around august so but yeah man i like i said like i'm honestly because i was on the phone with someone today and they mentioned to mentioned it to me again and i've been like putting it off like kind of like doubting and not knowing for something that we could do and like yo it just like sparked my faith i was like you know what no we need to do it so yeah, yeah. here make it happen Yo, show up for us. Interest form in the description. Let's do it, man. Appreciate Let's make y'all. happen. For real. All right, so look. Let's get into it. Let's go. I'm also really ready to get into this episode. Um, so fix your thoughts. This episode is going to be about what it really looks like practically and in a tangible way to renew your mind. Yep. It's something that we... Sometimes, like as like Christians, especially if you grew up in the church or you're familiar with just, you know, a lot of different like verses or just phrases, um, buzzwords, it's something that we're bombarded with that we know is like a command that's a pretty, pretty big, important part of our walk and how we are 
ultimately walking out our own soul salvation and righteousness with God. But sometimes I feel like what's missed is how do you tangibly apply that to your everyday? Yeah. So when your thought life isn't lining up with what the word says, what you know you should be following, and you're having maybe like intrusive thoughts that you know are so contrary to what you want to give your mind to. It's like, how do you take those captive and make them line up with where you know you want to be? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And up front, I wanted to give a few verses that a lot of us have heard before, a lot that we've mentioned. And I hope by the end of this, we'll give you a lot more just context to know what it looks like to live these things out. But first is Philippians 4, 8, which says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. Then Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then 2 Corinthians 10, 5, which says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And last one, Colossians 3, verses 1 through 2, it says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So I, w- I wanted to mention all of those up front so you all have verses for context and to also take with you throughout your week yeah. and that you can continue to meditate on that will like continue to reform your mind to where it needs to be at. And... um just setting the framework and the foundation for what we'll really be getting into because when it comes to really transforming your thought life and renewing your mind, I think the very first thing that I've even been like really meditating on uh, that's been brought to my attention is the fact that you cannot defeat what you are still willing to entertain. At times, of course, we will have the intention or the motive to live a righteous life Mm -hmm. and to follow what obviously that we hear within these verses and what the word says, but still have an inclination to hold on to in our back pocket, these particular vices or old habits and tendencies and thoughts that used to plague our mind instead of completely letting those things go. Sometimes we can struggle to find freedom in, what we still are like allowing ourselves to be captive to, to some capacity. And so we can think that these are like small things in our life, more so things that we're consuming and even what we're allowing ourselves to speak and say that may not hold too much weight. That are the things that what I mentioned that we're still giving too much attention to. That's not allowing us to really like get the full freedom that we want. Yeah. Yeah, I think one thing that helps me to remember the importance of not entertaining these certain thoughts and ideas, et cetera, et cetera, is really understanding the importance or I guess the effects of that, the effects of thinking on certain things. Um, I was, you know, getting my daily dose of vitamin D the other week. Um, Wait, that's when you're outside, right? That's the sun. Vitamin D. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had to be sure. I didn't know if that was the one. I know if it was C. But, uh, yeah, so I was outside, and I was looking through my journal, and I saw something I wrote. It was just this one thing on the whole page that says, doing flows from being. And then I think a couple of days later, and I love when this happens, like when I have a thought or a saying, and then I find something biblically that backs it up perfectly, and I did. I found it in Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen. And what it says is, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So essentially it's saying that your life, the things that you do and you say, are a direct reflection of where your heart is at, right? So this is the importance of not allowing yourself to entertain certain thoughts. Because once you understand that your what what what's in your heart and what's in your mind are going to flow out and manifest into what you do and what you're saying, you really understand the weight of it. So... When I realized the importance of it, the next step was to try to study myself and analyze certain things that I was saying and certain things that I were that I was doing and getting to the root of like what was in my heart and what was in my mind. So it looked like asking questions like, okay, if this is the action, what's the thought? Because sometimes I, I would do something that's like, okay, why did I do that? It was like, okay, if this is the action, what's the thought? If this is what I'm saying, then what's the heart? Like, what, what's the heart behind that, right? And practically, I did this. This happened the other day. And, um... It was in the morning. I think it was like 9 a.m. And I had just woken up. I was listening to worship music on YouTube. And you know how on the YouTube shorts, it'll show up like recommended things that have to do with the video that you're watching. So I was listening to worship music. And I saw this um, Brandon Lake was on tour and he had a short about it. So I, I go watch the short. You know, he's doing his thing. It's a little montage. And, you know, there's lights and he's dancing, you know, having a good time. And in my mind, I'm like, there got to be a hate comment in here somewhere. I, I was like, I just know there's that one comment that's like, oh, you got too many lights in this too much. Da, 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 this is the devil. Da, da, da. So I'm like, there has to be a comment here somewhere. And then I go to the comment section. I don't find it. And I scroll. I scroll again. I scroll again. And it's like that moment when you're like, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> you know, when you just catch it, your spirit be like, bro, what are you doing? So I'm scrolling. I stop. I'm like, wait, why am I looking for a hate comment? Like I just woke up like 30 minutes ago and I'm over here looking for a hate comment. Like what's wrong with me? And in that, in that moment, that was the um that's when you ask that that reflective question of, okay if this is the action what's the thought behind it right if this is the if this is the action what's the heart like what what is it in me that's making me want to do this right what what's uh kind of out of place inwardly that's making me outwardly do this right um so i think understanding for one understanding the importance of the fact that what's in my heart is going to be flowing out into what I'm doing and what I'm saying has helped me a lot. Honestly, just with, with uh, just like that self-reflection, making sure that you're always checking your heart and checking your mind. But I think it starts there. If you don't understand the importance of it, it's like what there's going to be no inclination to want to, you know, um, stray away from entertaining certain thoughts, right. And straight, stray away from um, opening up yourself to certain things. Right. So the first step is understanding, understanding the importance, right. And the importance lies in the fact that everything that you are going to do, Everything that you are going to say is going to come from what you've been meditating on, right? So I think that's really one of the biggest steps. Wait, what would you what would you just say? Um, it starts with just understanding the importance, and the importance lies in understanding everything that you do and you say are, is going to flow from the things that you're meditating on. No, exactly. So even when it comes to the whole piece of, obviously, what you are consistently giving your mind to and sitting on is what you're going to obviously be walking out 
in your everyday life. Right. So, so at times, again, this looks different for everyone, but you can be entertaining thoughts of inadequacy or low self-esteem. Yeah. Depression, lust, anger, gossip. Obviously, that which is like contrary to what God has told us, what God has told us to think on. And that comes in the form of maybe continuing to watch that reality TV show or knowing, okay, maybe this particular account shouldn't be on my feed, but man, they're really funny. This is extremely entertaining. This is extremely entertaining right or maybe needing to remove this particular contact from my life but man they provide me a lot of comfort Mm. although in turn these things are continuing to add to what you know you shouldn't be entertaining which obviously is not going to allow you to completely defeat what's in front of you to completely really clear all those thoughts in your mind and so that's huge and one of the other big things that I feel as a part of this conversation is the fact that your words create your world. And I was thinking about this last week when me and Jordan were at FCA camp and just seeing how the kids were interacting with each other and even the things that they were speaking. You know, I got convicted myself about my own self-talk and how I was not just speaking to others but even like about myself yeah right and obviously how that contributes to what i'm consistently what consuming as well and what's being penetrated into like my own mind Mm -hmm. and what i'm also reinforcing more importantly right so even if it is a thought that comes up or i want to maybe grab and take a hold of i am now giving more power validity and belief to what just came up in my mind right right of like man like i'm not talented enough i'm not gifted i don't know if i can make it Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough or worthy for the position i'm in maybe i'm not disciplined maybe i'm not equipped for this particular task this assignment this season i want to quit i'm not whatever fill in the blank but but when i was thinking on this conversation that was Definitely one thing I just had like sprinted to is, okay, the power of the words that I'm not only hearing from others, but also myself. Yeah. Right. And how that's creating the world of my thoughts and what's sitting in my heart, which is going to flow out through like every part of my life. Yeah. That's something I noticed too when I was at the camp. Um, And I think this is something that a lot of people who play sports can relate to. You know, I used to hoop back in the day and crazy. Nothing too crazy, but uh, <laughs> so but what I noticed was some of the guys were doing is like when they would mess up or they would fumble a pass or they would miss a shot, they would say certain degrading things like you know like a dang I suck or I'm trash. Like they weren't using that language, but you know they were like I'm trash stuff like that, being very hard on themselves. And so earlier, what I had talked about in my first point, I was talking about. I said, okay, if this is the thought, if this is the speech, then what is the heart? But something that I think is important with with this is that you can do it the other way around as well. So flip the question to, okay, if this is the heart, then what will be the speech? And making it more of like a preventative thing um, and being more proactive with it, if that makes sense. Um, Because something that I noticed is that 
a lot of this self-degrading talk can really stem from a lot of just self-judgment. You know what I mean? A lot of self-judgment um, is, and that is reflecting as, you know, being hard on yourself and saying certain things like that. So that's something that came to my mind is that that's the question you need to ask most times in your life is, okay, if this is the heart, if I'm feeling a certain type of way, if I'm thinking a certain type of way, then what could be the result in terms of like the words that I'm speaking and preventing it from happening? Because like you said, the words that you're speaking are creating your world. They have power. Proverbs 18:21. Um, and I don't know. It's just something that I, I noticed when I was there. The words always show where the heart is and where the heart is is always going to bleed out into your words. Right. So. I don't know. I just wanted to make that kind of just flip on what I said earlier. And and one, making sure that you're not just trying to, like, get to the root of the problem after it's already happened when you're already talking, but kind of making sure that you're preventing it from happening in the first place, you know what I mean, with, with watching your words. Because I think you just, you don't ever want to take yourself too lightly. You don't ever want to take your words too lightly like they don't have weight or your thoughts like they don't have weight because they do. Um, and that's just something that was kind of just yelling out to me, I guess, when I was there and I was seeing this, it just, it was a direct reflection of the fact that I felt like they were just kind of taking themselves too lightly. You know what I mean? The fact that you're kind of just throwing away, throwing around your words so loosely. And it's just like, you, you don't, it's proof that you just don't value them. I feel like in my, in my eyes. And it really goes back to a conversation we were having a few episodes back about Mark 836. when We were talking about, you know, what profit is it to a man to gain the whole world yet loses. So right. Pointing to your value, right? Like you are more valuable than everything in the world is what this verse is saying. So understand your value. And the point that I'm trying to make with this is if you think about someone that you value right now, you probably their, their words probably hold a lot of weight in your life. Like that person that you just thought in your mind that you value a lot, you also hang on to their words and you give them weight, right? You don't you don't just kind of just brush off their words like they're nothing, right? Every, every word that they say, you hang on to that. And I think it's kind of even the same thing that we do with certain celebrities, basketball players, people we see in the media. It's like, that's why everything that they say, they have to be very careful. It's because since they're valued at a certain level, their words are held to that same standard, right? So with ourselves, we have to understand since we're so valuable and once you hold your valuable to the standard it should be held at, your words are going to be subsequently at that same standard, right? So I think that's another route to why you might not be valuing your words and, and failing to understand the importance of them the way that you should be is because it's a direct reflection of you're not understanding your value, right? Because just like I said with that example, the people that you value, value their words, right? So value yourself, value your words. Don't don't take yourself too lightly. So, yeah, live to the standard. So when we talk about the thoughts we allow ourselves to sit on, the words we are even allowing ourselves to speak and say, we have to see ourselves the way God does in such a high regard and capacity that we're just not going to allow any and everything to have access to us. Right. Right. So again, to your point of when we think about people who are quote unquote celebrities or have a high value in terms of social status, yo, you know what there's when they're, when they're walking in a public space, <laughs> what they have bodyguards, right? 
no, you just can't get access to them. Right. There, you're just not. There's not just a random person, stranger on the street, that is just going to be able to go up and say hello mm-hmm. or how are you right. or just get their time just because. Right? They have to be vetted. They're going to have the people around them look at. Okay, what's on you? What do you? What do you? What are you about to bring to this mm-hmm. interaction? Yeah. What are you about to bring to this encounter? Right. Because they're protecting the asset and the value of this individual. So it's the same way with ourselves where we're thinking about our thought life. We have to value our mind to such a degree, our words to such a degree that, yo, like there's not just going to I'm not going to allow anything just to penetrate my mind and stay there. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to vet this like, okay, I'm thinking that I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm having these feel. I'm having all of these feelings and thoughts of lust, right? I'm I'm going mm-hmm. through this stage where all this rage and anger is like coming to me, and I'm filtering it at what through the truth of God. That's what I'm I'm vetting it by. That's what I have surrounding me. So when these thoughts come, it's like, all right, hold on. This is what my thoughts are saying. Mm-hmm. What is the What does the truth have to say about this? And that's what you're going to allow to ultimately guard your mind, defend it. But it starts with understanding that what I have is worthy to be the to of protection Mm. to be defended. And so I'm glad that you mentioned the bodyguard at right. That's facts. But I'm glad (laughs) I'm glad that you mentioned that because now I'm thinking that just took me down that path of of value, Mm. right? Because you know. Again, we see, you know, we're going to look at these people uh, in the culture, whoever that may be, and you know how you'll see someone that you really respect and you love, and you'll see a group of people or maybe just a single person that may be speaking negatively about them Mm -hmm. or in a degrading way. And you know the anger that comes to you. Like, hold on. No, you're not about to speak on them like that. And how quick you are to react and come to their defense. Why aren't you the same way about yourself? Hold on. Right? Like when it comes to. Hold on. Not maybe. And we're talking. It's like me. Not not necessarily public opinion or what other mm. people are saying about you. But the thoughts that are just coming to your mind. Right. Right. Introspectively. Um, mm. Even intrusively. It's like, yo, have that same type of attitude of like, no, nah, you're not about to speak to me like that. You're not about to allow my mind to go in these different directions just because. Because you see yourself just as valuable as this random person on the internet you'll never meet. Yeah. Or see or even know personally. Because you understand your value as a son, a daughter of God, a kingdom citizen, right. royal priesthood, etc. So Hold that on, plays like, a big part. I like this lane, bro. I like this lane. We're going we're gonna to stay here for a little bit. Right. So I was, um, you had sent me a question that was real thought-provoking. It was something you said, how do you deal with intrusive thoughts? So it wasn't worded that way, yeah. but something like that, right? And I was thinking, because I, like, I, I was like, I really don't know. Because, you know, sometimes the answer comes right away, but sometimes it doesn't. This time I was like, hmm, I don't know. I sat with it. And I looked up the definition, right, of intrusive. And it says, causing disruption or annoyance through being unwelcome or this is the this is the one I'm I'm heavy on uninvited, right? So, mm. in the same lane with this celebrity talk and the bodyguards, right? The only way that a person is going to be allowed to walk up to that celebrity is if they give the invite. No, you're good. You're good. You can yeah, you can take a picture with me, right? So, in that same vein, we're talking about where's your bodyguard at? Allowing the truth to be the bodyguard. The person can still walk up 
to a, a close enough point to where the celebrity can hear them, right? They ha- they have their attention, right? But the bodyguards still vet them out if they do not have the invite. So when these intrusive thoughts are coming, you have yeah. to you have to recognize that they're exactly that. They're uninvited. You didn't invite this. Just because it's here and it's in your range of like it, it has my attention does not mean that you gave it the invite. You giving it attention and you start you you speaking to it is you giving it the invite. You know what I mean? So I just like that just reminded me of when you brought up the the bodyguard thing. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because when I heard uninvited, I was like, yeah, that that goes perfect with that. So it's just, it's the same way. So when you you just can't don't don't claim or speak to these uninvited thoughts. Say, oh, hey, bodyguard, truth, handle that. Truth, <laughs> What's the truth? Handle say? Yo, handle that. I didn't give them the invite. What's the truth say? You know what I mean? Truth, so handle that. That's, that's how you have to handle intrusive thoughts. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about that today. I don't know. I think sometimes, especially with their thoughts, just because it's there, you think it's welcomed. Right. Like, you think it's warranted or there may be, like, something wrong with you. So it's just, like, the subconscious, like, oh, well, this is just the way it is. Right. And you just kind of, like, settle for, you know, I'm, I'm having these feelings or these thoughts. So, like, that's just, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily giving too much language to it the way I want to. But, again, it's that you can't control... The thoughts that come but you are in control of the ones in which you allow to stay yeah and so again um you have to train your mind to the truth right so you know what is and isn't of god right, right? so now when <laughs> these celebrities are walking after a while like these things obviously would catch their attention people calling their name right or wanting an autograph or a picture or just wanting like a small conversation but at some point they get so accustomed to knowing what they are and aren't going to allow in their space why don't they just walk straight i'm not even looking left and right my truth is going to handle it and i'm not even allowing myself to like be bombarded or even get off kilter off balance by the voices and the nope. things around me and it's the same way like of course like at some points it's going to be difficult because you're having like all of these unwanted unwelcome thoughts um but at some some point you continue to train your mind right mm-hmm. the defense around you of truth that's guarding it and you know what i mean it gets um easier is the word yeah i'm looking for it is right it is. and so i think that's important to know too but yeah yeah, that's heat. That's heat. That's heat. I'm glad we got there, bro. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and I wanted to bring up it was a verse that you brought up at the top of the episode, Colossians three two, that says, "Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things." Right? Because we've been talking about um, not allowing unwanted, uninvited, intrusive thoughts, un um, thoughts that aren't serving us. We've been talking about not allowing these things to, you know pollute our minds and our hearts and not entertaining them but once you cast those things out you don't allow them to stay the important part is set what do you set your mind on right but the verse says here set your mind on things above not on earthly things but i was thinking about the word set when in this verse set your mind on things above and just through personal experience and what what i've been through um, in my walk something that i've learned is that your mind will never be set indefinitely. And what I mean by that is it, I kind of I'm kind of reminded of braces, right? I don't know if y'all have had braces before. I had I had them back in the day. And so how braces work is they would put the wires in the back of your teeth and they would shift to, you know, the way that they wanted them, they'd be straight, right? 
But when you got them off, they gave you this thing called a retainer. And they told you, you have to wear this retainer every night. If you don't, your teeth are going to go back to the way <laughs> that they were. But I never wore mine. I ain't going to lie. Me but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Bro, <Yo>. what? <laughs> Yo, the laughing to the cough is crazy. <laughs> but, um, to my point though, if you don't wear your retainer and what happened to me is that your, your teeth will gradually shift you know, back and revert back to the way that they were before you set them, before they were set, right? So when it's talking about set your mind on things above, that is a continual thing. That is a daily thing. That is a consistent thing that you have to do. So that's what I, that's what I mean when I say your mind will never be set indefinitely. It's not like you, God, I'm setting my mind on you, and that's the only time you, you have to make that decision. Like, you know what I mean? That's the only time you have mm-hmm. to set your mind on him. No, because you're going to have certain things that try to come and try to shift you and reverse you back, but you have no, you got to put that retainer back on, right? Putting the retainer back on is you, is you resetting your mind, right? Resetting your teeth, making sure that they're in the in the correct way, in the correct form, right? So, so when the word when I saw the word set, it reminded me of that, right? It's, it it never it, it's not an indefinite, you know, one one time. You have to continually set your mind on things above, right? So yeah. Truth Truth That makes a lot of sense to me So yeah I think it, it it's very um, Similar or adjacent to You know When you do give your life to God You get saved And you know You find yourself in freedom And deliverance From a lot of the old habits That you once had mm-hmm. And then at some point You know You find yourself Having all of these temptations To kind of go back to these things Right And you can think Oh snap Well like what happened Your salvation's in question Your deliverance Your freedom but that doesn't you 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 start to understand that these t- temptations will still come, but you have to continuously like die to self, right? So it's not something right. that just like happened at the altar of you losing the taste for these things, right? But you continuously have to do that when that those those moments or feelings begin to come up. So in the, in in the same way, like um, I was like, man, like I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now. You know, like right. that's and that and that be it be happening like that. Like, yo, Thanks. just right now, this week, the last three days, this month is crazy out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Um, but it's like, all right, that just that's all that is to is a sign to me that let me just realign. Right. Let's just set. Let me get the retainer back on and let me, you know, continue to walk a narrow path. That's it. Yeah. I was also thinking about one more thing that I've been doing practically in my life because when I was looking at this verse, I was thinking about how it says not setting your mind on earthly things and how I feel like in our culture in our <clears throat> and in our day and age with just social media and all these new apps, et cetera, et cetera, I think we're going in a direction where the world is trying to force us to set our mind on earthly things, right? I was watching this video and this woman was talking about how we just live in such a like overstimulating world nowadays where it's like mm-hmm. any free time I have I'm jumping from device to device. I'm on my phone to my MacBook to the TV. Like I'm constantly consuming some sort of media. Like we're literally being trained to set our mind on earthly things. So we just have to revert that towards the right place. So what I've been doing practically in my own life is I set aside a specific set amount, set amount of time every day. And it looks different depending on what my day is. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes it's just 10 minutes, however much time I have. But I'll literally go outside, I'll sit on the porch, and I'll just, I won't be on my phone, I'll just think, i just set my mind on things above, literally, I'll sit there and I'll think about, dang, like, Jesus really died on the cross for me. 
I'll sit there and think, dang, like try to just fathom God's glory. And I'll look at just like the trees, like, dang, God really created all this with his words. Just taking a time to really think about God and his glory and like who he really is, because I think there's so many things that can distract us from that. So you have to have that time where you're like, let me set my mind on, on things above, like actually, like practically. It's not some like mythical, like weird thing. Just sit down and just just take some time to be like, man, away from the phone, away from the, the TVs. I like going outside. I've been going on walks and stuff. You just and just think right on things above, literally. So I just practically that's something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, you're killed. You're killed. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just something practically. I've, literally, I've been, something practically I've been doing though. But really at the foundation, I feel like of this conversation is the realization from the first verse that I brought up. Actually, wait, no, hold on. Before you get into that. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, and so really, so with all of that, when we talk about you can't defeat what you're willing to entertain, realizing that your words create your world. The last point that I had that we've been mentioning when it comes to defending your mind with the truth is the fact that truth is what transforms and so kind of going back to let's talk about the culture at large there's this pretty significant push on positive thinking for sure and that being what is going to set your thoughts realign your mind and that may be true to some extent but it's not like positive vibes energy or that reinforcement that's going to be what actually washes or cleanses it right right that can only do so much it's going to be the truth which is the word of god in the bible which does it and so sometimes we're having these thoughts or moments of uh, stress anxiety insecurity um high emotion to whatever capacity and just like okay like to to a positive you know I didn't have a positive mindset right now. I just mm. need to be, um, find, 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 find peace within this. And it's like, all right, where's room for the truth? Cause that, that is what is going to be what can actually defend and defend and deflect anything that's coming your way. That's the real shield of protection. So, I think that also plays a part, which is really the last thing that was on my mind when we talked about um, having that those those bodyguards like around you, right? So when you're going through a moment where you're being bombarded, or you're walking through 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 a crowd and all of these thoughts are around you, trying to get to you, right? What forces do you really want around you? Positivity or truth? Mm. So that that's it. Yeah. Oh, that. I don't know. I was thinking about, um, you know how people say, is the cup half empty or is it half full? Mm. I was thinking about, because we were talking about like positivity versus truth and how there is kind of like this push into the positive mindset, which is cool. And in moments like that, when you're trying to be just po- just positive and you're looking at the cup, sometimes it's just like you can, you can focus enough to try to look at the cup like it's half full. But I feel like that's fleeting. I feel like, you know, it, it works and it's beneficial and it's good to think positive. But I feel like with the truth, it's like it's not just that I'm looking at the cup differently, but it's just like I look up and I recognize the one that's pouring the water. I feel like it's just a whole different type of, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole different type of ball game, bro. Positivity or truth? Like which one do you want? And it and it's 
it's the fact that God is the sole source yeah. of it all, right? Yeah. Because, you know, because you know, I'm not. Of course, you 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 should be positive. So I hope what I'm saying isn't getting you know like right. misinterpreted or misconstrued. Someone could, but if you're listening, but then, then. I just my my point is is it all comes down to the truth. So yeah, you, like. That's where your positive thinking should be stemmed from, right? Not just your own words or thoughts or feelings on a particular issue, thoughts or circumstance that you're in. Yeah. It should be the truth and the word of God. So that is that's really the the um the point or the baseline. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. But I was thinking, oh. So I think at the basis or foundation of this conversation really stems from I think the verse that I mentioned at the top of this episode, Proverbs 27, 19, right? And the part that really sticks out to me the most is where it says one's life reflects, right? The full the full second half sees one life reflects the heart, right? But I think, so one one's life reflects the heart and essentially your heart is just where, what you're giving your energy and your time to like that's where your heart is that is your heart you see what i mean so one's life reflects and i was just thinking about the word reflects and just how when you break it really down i think we're just mirrors and we reflect what's what's in front of us just like a mirror does a mirror reflects what's in front of it our lives reflects what what we're facing and what we're spending our time on, what we're giving our energy to, what we're giving our heart to, right? So, for example, I mean, you have people who face their regrets. They, they put a lot of their time and energy just thinking on their regrets, right? And I think that reflects that reflects jealousy, right? Hating on other people. You have people who they face their futures, right? They're very future-focused. Focused. They, they face their goals. And that reflects a lot of absence, lack of celebration, you know, a lot of discontentment with their life or discontent with their life. So the point that I'm trying to make is we are mirrors and we reflect what we're facing, what we're giving our time to, where our heart is. So when it comes to a question of like, okay, how do I become more like Jesus? How do I how do I reflect and become an image bearer for God? The answer is just simply you face him. Understanding that if I'm a mirror, if I want to reflect something, I face that thing, right? So... If I want to reflect God, I want to, if I want to, you know, reflect all of these, dang, if I want to reflect all the things that the truth says I should be reflecting, then I face the truth. I face the word. So I think that that is a real practical, for me, that just makes so much sense. And it's so practical. Like if I want to reflect these things, I face, I face these things. Right. So that's the last thing I kind of want to leave off. I want y'all to take from this, really. You're a mirror. <laughs> yeah, you're a mirror. That's that's huge. That's huge. So, yeah, I think, really, yeah, those are the biggest things. So, again, when we talk about what does it mean to fix your mind on God, things above, how to renew your mind, and dealing with thoughts which are uninvited, um, that's what it all encompasses. Realizing you can't defeat what you're willing to entertain. Um, realizing the power of your words, which create your world, and the value that 
you have to even defend the fortress of your heart and your mind and just hanging on to the truth and realizing that you are um mirror yeah and become what you behold and what you you face yeah. so Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Fix your thoughts, fam. Fix them. Fix your thoughts. See, I hope that blessed y'all. But look, getting into the putting you on segment, we here. We here. And Let's do it. I actually really wasn't sure about what I was going to play today, but I remembered I was on IG and I saw What Up RG post this reel. And he was speaking in Spanish the whole time, but it, it was crazy. I couldn't understand a word, but I was like, yo, this junk is insane. That bilingual flow. Yeah, he he really did his thing on it. So, yeah, I'm about to play that right now. I think, I don't even know what it's called. It's, it's said. You're about to butcher it, bro. I know, I know. It's, they about uh, to be mad at us. They, the Spanish about to be mad. Uh, ben, dang, help me out. Benacon? Bendecion. Uh, Bendecion. Y'all, look, y'all, y'all going y'all gonna to see it in the description. <laughs> Oh, y'all, it's okay. It don't matter, bro. Y'all gonna feel this song. <laughs> y'all, gonna, y'all gonna feel the lyrics. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to do the intro. You feel me? We've been up six hours. Wait, no. We've been up 16 hours, eight days, seven nights. But we still here. Didn't know if we'd make it this far. But guess what? God did. So, man, just embark on this creative journey with me. Let's get it, man. Hey! Eight days, seven nights is crazy. <laughs> So Bennett, it's gonna be in the description. That's what up, RG man. He went crazy. That's that old school hip hop. That's nah, my like that's that. my vibe. I bro. like that one, bro. All right, so you sure. can go ahead and tap in, do your thing. Oh, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Y'all, so this next one, we got Slide Music Three, Vert Mob. I ain't got it. It'll speak for itself. I ain't gotta say too much. Talk to me. I ain't gotta say too much, man.
Slide, 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 We ride, we glide, slide, we ride, we glide, slide, we ride, we glide, slide, 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 slide. Imagine the summer day windows down. Slide. Music at full blast. Slide. Bird mob. In the vert, I'm in the vert, side of the earth, dog. Right, I hit reverse, put in the work. We got the first song, life about a curve. We got a swerve, no second chance song. Sight, live by the verse, I be the hearse, breaking the curse. Whoa, Bible my weapon, tell me if you stepping. No boys in the hood ain't gonna be second guess. You in or you out as you scared or you ready? I've been in the trenches, I seen it get deadly. A whole lot of losses, far as all confetti. My hands off the wheel, but my guy came to steady. This life off from me. What's that song called? Slide Music 3. Yeah, that's very much. How long is that song? Chill, bro. I'm not hating. It's, it, it really hit, but it's Chill, long. bro. It's like four minutes and ten seconds. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, yeah that, <laughs> they pushing it. Nah, yeah, but look, y'all know what it is, man. I hope y'all really enjoy y'all's weekend. We love each and every one. Stay safe. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And just live life this weekend. Rest. So stay you. Stay real. And stay humble, man. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love. Oh, yeah. Fill out that form. <laughs> That's a crazy ending, bro.